The Performance Lab podcast would like to acknowledge that the land on which we learn and work is the land of the Lenape, Wappinger, and Munsee people. The Performance Lab podcast is invested in the sharing of knowledge and cultivation of curiosity between makers. We invite guest artists to lead a workshop with the MFA candidates of Sarah Lawrence College, after which we interview them. We ask questions tailored to their individual practice, delving deeper into the how and the why of creation. Inspiration is all around us, but how do we hone in on the subjects that drive us? They share with us their tips, tricks, and sources of inspiration. Reflect on past performances slash projects. And keep us up to date on what is next. Stay tuned for the Performance Lab Podcast. Hi there. Welcome to Performance Lab Podcast. I'm Karen Webby, a second-year grad at Sarah Lawrence College. And I'm Amanda Card, also a second-year grad at Sarah Lawrence College. Today we have Michael Kikuchi. Michael Kikuchi is a multidisciplinary artist working in illustration, painting, drawing, collage, sculpture, animation, and puppetry performance. Her object theater pieces have appeared at the Public Theater, La Mama, Japan Society, St. Anne's Warehouse, and Dixon Place. She is currently in an artist residency program at HERE, collaborating with Spencer Laud, and also one-third of the curator member the Puppetry Residency Program Object Movement Festival at the Center at West Park in New York City. Hello, Michael. Welcome. Hi, hi, hi. Thank you for having me. Of course, it's our pleasure. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you workshop with us today? Okay. So today uh, I um, tried the uh, brain exercise. Um, So which is, um, so making the courage uh, in 20 minutes. And then afterwards, think about um, like that, like just like assume that is like a poster of your show. And then just like think about any kind of information about the show from the courage. So that's um, like how, uh, that's like the brief um, uh, explanation about the the workshop today. And I just like, uh, um, like uh, have, the everyone sharing um, their courage and uh, their idea. So that was that was that was really amazing. I was I was so impressed. It was really fun. Yeah, there were some incredible stories that came out of that came out of there. I could have spent forty more minutes just building. (laughs) (laughs) That was amazing. It was so great. Oh, you guys are really wonderful. Oh, thank you. You're really wonderful. I wanted to ask you, uh, what was it that first uh, drew you to puppetry? Uh, so how I started the puppetry. Yeah. Um, so it's actually um, like kind of accident. <laughs> um, so I, um, I had like a, a, the design um, a BA program in Japan. And then afterwards, I come to US and then attending uh, Pratt Institute um, as a graduate student. And so I took the, um, the what's that, MFA. So uh, my major was a sculpture. So I'm making all the like painting sculptures and the installation, that kind of stuff. Um, and then, you know, about to graduate, but then I realized I, I miscalculate and I, I, uh, I realized I need one more credit to graduate. 
And then I was like, oh, what should I do? And then I just like looking at uh, the syllabus and finding like some easy fun class to take one more to graduate. And then I found a puppetry class and I was like, oh, the puppetry like sounds fun and easy maybe. So I took that, it's because of that. I like until that class, I, um, I never experienced any puppetry, any theater works. I'm just like visual artist. Um, so, but then the puppetry class kind of, you know, just opened my mind. Um, and it's led by uh, Theodora Skipitas, uh, who is very famous um, artist in New York City as well. So I first learned that many kinds exist. And she showed us the kind um, of puppetry is like example of the class. And one day, uh, like she talking, she was talking about the puppetry. And I was like, Bunraku sounds like Japanese. And then it is, it's like a Japanese, like a poetry style of anything about it. My art, uh, like a creation is, um, it's because my all the visual art I, I was making is all based on how to make the daydreams. So that's all the time that was my thing. Like, so I literally making the the daydreams through the paintings, collages, and sculpture. Um, but then, like when I know about the puppetry, um, I realize you know that's like contain everything. You can use the shadow puppet, um, like from your collage or paintings, and making the sculpture and then move it on the stage, uh, combining animation and you know making the daydream on the stage. And I was like, this is it. This is like what I want to do to make daydreams. But I applied for lab after my graduation and, uh, and I made the first puppet build the sentence warehouse. So that was 2013. So since then, I just keep making the things. <laughs> what I love what you talk about daydreams and daydream inspirations. What are some suggestions to get into that daydreaming mentality? Um, so I actually don't know when, like how I uh, into the daydream things, but I think uh, one of the big influences is uh, my father. Um, so he's a psych analyst. Um, and then, you know, uh, and then he, when I was kids, he took me to his office uh, sometimes and in his office, um, there is like a, the big, um, the like wooden box filled with the sun and so many miniature like, um, like toys in the shelves, like, like tons of the miniature, like the, the human, the animal and like plants and everything. So it's, it's uh, one of the tools for him to, um, like analyze the kids um, patient, like like let kids like uh, the, any kind of miniature model on the, the sandbox and uh, let them talk about it. 
and then he analyzed what kids thinking like mm. unconsciously so i love i just so into playing with it so that's kind of i i think that's um really core part of my uh motivation to like for my creation it's it's like i i, I could say like a dream and daydream is a little different the dream is like what do you like um you know have while you're uh sleeping it's like completely unconscious but like a daydream is i feel it's more like imagination uh half conscious half unconscious um and it's really um you know similar or like almost looks same as your uh daily life but something a little different it's it's like um like it's like surreal surreal word is um to me it's a daydreams so i always use this example but um so let's say you wake up open the door go to the school the same road um like the three blocks away you turn right the corner and there is a school but like while i was walking like what if the school is not there today like what if like like there's a huge hole there instead or what if there's a zoo like school turning to zoo today so when i was thinking about it like you know um it's like a silly but you know who knows you know what if moment is like a uh, happen um every year like all the time and then and then i turn the corner and the school is there of course so that meant that I was relieved but at the same time I, I'm a little disappointed because I really enjoyed that kind of you know um like what if this is happen it's scary and exciting at the same time so that kind of imagination um I call it a uh, daydreams um so what I want I what I was uh been trying is like making that kind of imagination um as like a visible form and sharing with um like a people. So that's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Of course. I wanted to ask you um yeah. I'm a big fan of your work. Oh, thank you so much. I just wanted to make sure that I said that at some point today. I'm a big fan of your work. Um, I saw your piece at the La Mama Puppet Slam last year. Oh. Was just crazy about it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, of course. I think uh, what I want to ask is, you know, the, the pandemic hit, you know, all of us around February, March, and we've, yeah. Karen and I have been in, uh, this is our second year, so we kind of had to adapt to doing school in a digital platform. Uh, but now we're back for our second year of grad school and our final year of grad school, and we're having to figure out how to be a little more intentional about adapting our theater work to a digital space. I was just curious um, if you had some advice for artists who are um, having to adapt their work to a digital space. Yes. So that's uh, uh, the one thing I have been struggling as well uh, because uh, my performance is always like 
wearing a mask and then just like running around in, on the stage and moving a huge puppet. And that's not possible to um, like add things to the digital form. But I also have the, um, the other way to express my creation as an animation, which I combine to my performance as well. So making the um, brushing up the animation scale is the another things I was I buying during this pandemic, and also um, I'm curating the puppetry residency, uh, and then like all the artists there like about to uh, have their performance, but then like the pandemic happened and their show has postponed and like they are also struggling how to adapt their works online. So we had, uh, we recently had the one day, um, the online puppets show, uh, which is like the artists uh, making the digital form puppet show and then uh, have a like a um, tiny festival um, and you know, like sharing online. So I see a lot of puppetry artists like try to uh, work on animation, and which is interesting because I can see the, especially the stop motion animation is similar skill as uh, manipulating the puppetry. Spinning the thing, like moving the object a little by a little bit is literally, I feel like it's, it, it, that is like a puppetry. So that is like one way you can uh, do. And also another way is uh, using the toy theater is like fit to the computer screen. So it's gonna be really like a, like a toy toy theater size, but um, people really like good at um, doing the experiment that like a small scale theater fit to the computer screen. And that's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is kind of a follow up to that because I feel puppetry and especially your work. I I also I love it so much. I love the electric sheep uh, segment you had. But you're like alone on stage, like you're describing. You're running around stage, moving a bunch of objects, but you never feel as if you're like alone. Is there any advice you would give people who are working on their solo projects or puppeteers who mm. are alone? I see. Well, I actually never feel I'm alone. Uh, so one, the reason why I start like uh, making the solo piece is like I didn't have a friends there. <laughs> um, because I, I was so new to the puppetry field. So I, I, the other puppet artists already have a connection to, you know, you know like, like uh, please be my puppeteers for my show. But I didn't have any connection. So I decided to do all by myself. And also like I even become a puppet. So I just like put the mask on and I, you know, I'm going to be a puppet. So I feel that I like to me, I'm kind of, that's the, the way I uh, started. So I never feel alone, but I mean, it's like basically the theater work is like always, even though the, you're uh, only one on the stage, but like, no, you're kind of collaborating with all the designers, like lighting designers, sound designers, and like, uh, you know, costume designers. So I think maybe like you don't need to be feel alone. 
you kind of like find the um the good collaborators and like uh, get their skills like uh, you know uh have them skills and like advice and you guys like create the things together so that's uh i think it's pretty important well i think we have time for one more question okay two more great um <laughs> <laughs> good hey um i wanted to ask you uh what advice would you give to to new puppeteers baby puppeteers mm -hmm. well so i mean like i can see like because so first of all i didn't have any puppeteer skills when i start like my puppet show so the, i think the most important thing is see what you're interested in and see what you have because like i can see uh in this like today's class i can see like everyone's like skills are like different like some some student like focus on the visual some student like focus on the stories so it's very have a great variety so once you know like what you can do or what you want to do you can like use the skill into the puppetry so my my situation by making courage so i was um first puppet show i made is like okay making courage on the stage it's like the first step and also yeah of course is uh, the object and make it feel alive that's kind of the uh, more um like important things for the puppetry so it does be of the, um a human shape it could be the or a uh, book or like anything could be puppet the baby puppeteers like interested in like moving the like, small stuff uh, maybe like they can figuring out they move like how to make it alive looks like alive that may be the part of the, the puppeteers yeah and then like a different style of the puppet show and then think oh this is what I want to do so that's also another um, like important things to finding out your style, I think. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that thing of like, don't try to start like, start where you're comfortable and see where that takes you. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's very um, important for uh, not just the puppetry for, but and like anything. I know you're at almost five. Do you want to talk about anything we haven't asked you? Yeah, I, I mean, you guys have had like such a great question so far. So I actually don't think anything right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm really happy about it. Do you have any uh, work coming up that you want to plug? Yeah, oh yeah, maybe that that's the thing. The, um, because of this situation, <laughs> it's actually coming up soon. But uh, I was, uh, I have been working uh, on the puppetry show, collaborating with uh, Spencer a lot, who is like uh, puppeteers uh, and then also like writers. 
So he and I are making the puppet show called the 9,000 Paper Balloons uh, as a part of the HUB residency. Uh, it's like a here art center. And then we are, uh, we were premiering our show this uh, December, but then it, this situation happened. So uh, we postponed the show um, maybe next year. But uh, we do have the artist talk online uh, on the Facebook, uh, the Here Art Center's uh, Facebook page. Um, it's October 2nd, this Friday, uh, like 1 p.m. So that's uh, like, uh, so our artist talk about our shows. Um, and I'm sure like it's gonna stay uh, on their page. So you guys like can access and watch um, anytime afterwards. Um, so my, my solo performance also um, like uh, kind of suspended, but uh, I still planning premiere my daydream tutorial like 2022 at La Mama, <laughs> hopefully. So yeah, I will I will um, figure out like how like it's gonna be possible and yeah. So but that's um, upcoming things. Well, we'll sure make sure to remind everyone in the cohort and everyone who loves puppetry to see those two things. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, I'm um uh, I'm on the uh I posting a lot of like uh, not the not just the theater piece but um the uh visual art things uh on my Instagram and then um uh, you know have a lot of information about my upcoming show and stuff. So uh if you guys interested in um yeah, just uh, follow me and then check out the things. Absolutely. Great. Well, thank you so, so much for talking to us today. It was such thank a pleasure you. to meet you and get to work with you. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. So like maybe at the end, I'm going to turn on the camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hi, how are you? <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much. Um, this is like such a like nice class. You guys are like all beautiful, amazing students. And I'm so excited about you guys. Thank you. Um, yeah, thank you so much for hunting me. And you are yes, perfect. Of course. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, th thank you, Maiko, so thank much you. for being here. Um, thank you everyone for listening and be sure to tune in to the next episode for our next guest artist. See you then. The Performance Lab podcast was brought to you by Contemporary Performance Network in association with the Sarah Lawrence College Theater MFA program. For more information, please visit our websites at www.contemporaryperformance.com or www.slctheater.com.